Welcome to the Square Apple Show. Hi, I'm Dr. Yong Shin Ling. I'm the co-founder of Change Voyage Consulting. After 20 years of corporate life, I successfully transited to be an entrepreneur. Wearing multiple hats as an entrepreneur, adjunct lecturer, mother, wife, daughter, sister, has taught me how to navigate life's challenges. And my secret is Square Apple. In this show, I will discuss tips and strategies to change the way you think about your personal and professional life. Because if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Ready to activate the square apple in you? Let's begin! Welcome to the Square Apple Show. I'm Shin Ning, and in this episode, I'm going to share with you how you can overcome the fear of making mistakes. Have you been to training courses that makes you feel very empowered to change the world? But when you return to work the next day, reality strikes you in the form of your bosses, co-workers, and possibly your subordinates. Some of you may be from my change management class. You realize that you alone cannot change the world. You not only need to convince yourself, you also need to convince others around you. Typically, people are resistant of ideas which have not been tried and tested. They are worried that it would be a mistake and mistakes can be costly. If you have such an experience, then this podcast is for you. Part of our change management course requires people to reflect on the importance of challenging existing assumptions. The activity requires the participants to piece together a rather unorthodox puzzle. One of the takeaways that we would like our participants to have is that we all have inherent beliefs that we take for granted. Some of these beliefs will help us, but some of them will actually impede us. For those of you interested in this topic of hacking your frame, can listen to my podcast called Turning Round Apple to Square Apple. Usually, our participants follow our plot and do the exercises as they were asked to. I recall that in one particular session with a group of high-potential middle management, I felt that the discussion was unusually engaging and I really felt that they have got it. I would like to pat myself on the back until I heard something that unraveled my delusion. This was what one participant said. Uh, Dr. Yong, what you have suggested in changing mindset is all very good. But we can change. However, when we go back to office tomorrow, we are still working for and working with people who are in their fixed mindset. It is an uphill battle to be different. Sometimes, we prefer not to fight it. Let me digress a bit and talk about the definition of change management. Once, when I explained to an acquaintance what I do for a living, he jokingly said, Oh, I thought change management is change the management. You may think it's a joke, but there's some truth in that. There were two immediate actions that I took after the training. The first was that I made sure that we delivered customized training programs for the middle management. We also offered a follow-up face-to-face meeting with the senior leadership team so that they can understand what the middle managers are facing and therefore 
how to create an environment that would support these middle managers to break out of beliefs that would impede them. Sometimes, where possible, we would also offer a senior management version of the course. And the focus would be to consider how to create environment to support middle managers and employees to undertake the change, whatever that change may be. The second action that I took was to embed an additional segment, which is how not to fear making mistakes in such causes for middle management. This is so that in the event that I don't get to meet their bosses, they can still carry the message to them on my behalf. Personally, there are two ways that I manage my own fears of making mistakes. The first is from a book called Brilliant Mistakes by Paul Schumacher. I've mentioned this in an earlier podcast about releasing myself from self-hostage. Paul Schumacher is the founder and executive chairman of Decision Strategies International and the research director of the Mac Center for Technological Innovation at the Wharton School of the University of Pennsylvania. In his book, he says that not all mistakes are equal. He has a framework which can assist people to distinguish between the different types of mistakes using a very simple cost-benefit analysis. So now if you would stay with me and visualize the 2 by 2 matrix. The vertical axis of the matrix is the relative cost of the mistake from low to high. While the horizontal axis is the relative benefits of the mistake from low to high as well. So based on two dimensions, one is the relative cost and one is the relative benefits, there are then, of course, four types of mistakes. Let me go through each of them. So firstly, if a mistake is high cost and low benefit, then it's called tragic. Okay? The example would be driving a car into a tree and then becoming badly injured. If the mistake is high cost and high benefit, then it's called serious mistake. Okay, a good example of this is a failed business venture. If the mistake is low cost and low benefit, then it's called a trivial mistake. So an example is like getting a parking ticket. So finally, if the mistake is low cost and high benefit, then it is called a brilliant mistake. So for example, it's a mistake in the lab leading to a new discovery. Or like me, quitting my previous job and then finding a whole new career. So you may be thinking, wow, this sounds so simple. Some of these I will only know on hindsight, what? Yes, you are right. In trying to condense the entire essence of the book into this podcast, I may run the risk of oversimplifying this. But the awareness of such a framework is an encouragement for me to take calculated risks because it may turn out to be a brilliant mistake. I recall when I started out my own consultancy business, I was asked to bid for something that was outside my comfort zone. Frankly speaking, in retrospect, it was a big reputational risk for us because I responded to the bid by literally calling upon all my friends and my professors from the university. In the end, we didn't get the deal and I was complaining to my friend about it. And he said this, just take it as a full dress rehearsal. 
that have I stuck in my mind. And now whenever we go for jobs, which are new or a stretch for us, that's what I keep in mind. The discovery that our actions may be a brilliant mistake can take a long period of time. Another easier technique is to set up what we call a tripwire. Tripwire is a predetermined signal that will trigger you to make a decision. For example, you and your team are deciding whether to invest in a certain project where the returns are high, but there may be many uncertainties as well. The decision doesn't need to be do or don't do the project. It could mean that you set a 50,000 budget limit on the funds that you will use to jumpstart it. So this means that once you and your team reaches the limit of 50,000, you will be triggered to make a decision on whether to pursue it or not. This method is also aligned with the Agile movement today, where we break down our actions into smaller chunks so that we can progressively test and get more data points on the viability of an approach. So, it doesn't need to be one or zero. So the next time you want to try something new and you are worried that you may be making a mistake, think about whether you can set a threshold or target which would be a signal for you to make a decision. It may be in various forms like the time you spend or the money that you invest. Or you may want to weigh the cost and potential benefits of your endeavour. If it's low cost and potentially high benefit, then why not? These techniques may be used in isolation or may be used in combination. If you have questions or thoughts on this episode, please connect with me on LinkedIn at bit.ly slash squareapple. That's bit.ly forward slash s-q-u-a-r-e-a-p-p-l-e. Thank you and see you soon. Thank you for joining me today. I'm very honoured to have you here. If you would like to keep going and want to know more about the number one Southeast Asia's leading female entrepreneurship network, head over to Soul Rich Woman at S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com and download the free ebook on how to get clients and multiply your income through personal branding. Remember, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Do subscribe to The Square Apple Show and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye for now.